Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric, and I'm also joined by my co host, What a Run. What's going on? We have a special on the road show for you today. We are in Pittsburgh, PA. Home of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ron's team. Ron. Let's go. How has been your stay so far in this lovely city? It's been great, man. I've never been to Pittsburgh before. It looks, it's a nice city. We did a little bit of touring and stuff yesterday. Uh, you know, tons of Pittsburgh fans, obviously. Um, tons of Patriots fans, too. I'm not going to lie. Pats travel well. Uh, it's been great. Love what I've seen so far from the city. Yeah, uh, I I will say this. Uh, they, it's a very clean city. It kind of reminds me of Boston, but without the hustle and bustle. But the heckling here is like very polite, very friendly, very friendly. It's almost like a Midwestern town. Mm-hmm. You know, earlier today we went to get breakfast, and uh, uh, this lovely couple were like, "I hope you enjoy your stay in our lovely city." Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm all geared out in Patriots gear, right? They're like, oh, you know, have a good time. Wow. Yeah, you won't get that in Massachusetts at all, man. No. You show up with the opposing teams. No, you're going to get Jersey. a real heckle. Yeah, you're going to get a heckle. They'll you know, give you dirty <laughs> looks and stuff. Throw some profanities yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get all out. But these guys have been great. And it's what's interesting, even when, you know, when we flew out yesterday from the airport all the way to here, lots of, uh, like, there's been Steelers and Patriots fans together, like husband and wife couples, friends. A lot of couples, yep. A lot of couples and friends, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. So, you know, I guess these two teams, I don't know, you know. Well, they have a we history, right? Yeah, it's a history. Yeah. And, you know, there's not a lot of Boston transplants, but I feel like, you know, since we're so close, I mean, we're still in the Northeast. Yeah. Technically, is the Northeast, so I'm sure... They went to the same college. Yeah. They went, you know, it's all, it's all mixed mixed up, right? For sure. Um, the other thing that I want to say is the food's been pretty good. Yeah, it's been good. Um, well, I forgot the name of the places that we've been to. Probably should be able to give them a shout out and stuff. But they, listen, breakfast, lunch, dinner has all been really good. Yes. And the drinks. And of the course, drinks we've been doing a lot really of drinking good. for sure. They have good beer too, mm-hmm. most of the time anyway. But you know what? We've been great. Love this city. Would you? I wouldn't mind coming back. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't mind coming back. Yeah, uh, but we're recording this Sunday morning, mm-hmm. kick off in a couple of hours. Ron, we've seen first it started on Tuesday when we did our regular show that the Steelers were favored to win. Now the line has moved, and you said it was three, three points? Three, yeah. So yesterday it was like two and a half, Pat's favored. I think the day before it was one and a half, Pat's favored. Now it's three, Pat's favored. So it's uh, it's moved quite a bit. I guess a lot of people think uh, a lot of the Patriot money's coming in. So that, Yeah, that's my theory is that, you know, Vegas knows something that we don't know, and I think that they want both teams to bet on winning right so mm-hmm. they move the line i don't know if they know something that we don't know it's vegas so it's always a mystery to me anyways yeah nothing's changed that we saw on like the injury reports and who's playing and all that so 
you know, we'll we'll see. So, I remember when we did the show on Tuesday, you had the Steelers winning twenty six or twenty four to fourteen or seventeen. Seventeen, I think. And I had England winning seventeen thirteen, but I might change that to like thirteen ten. I don't think that I know. <laughs> we both like when we got here, we're like, man, we ain't scoring no goddamn. <laughs> 20 plus points if this game goes if they score 20 points it's by mistake <laughs> yes yeah so if i mean if anything i would probably like drop my score for sure i'd be shocked well i wouldn't be shocked shocked but it will be a surprise if any of these teams get into like you know 20s yeah i mean i i know this is going to be a labor of love if, if the offense scores this is going to be a defensive battle for sure i would sure. think so i would think so there's going to be a lot of sacks. There's going to be a lot of, like, why didn't you block that guy? Why didn't you block this guy? Yep. Mixed in with some questionable, you know, play calling for sure with both, you know, offensive uh, units, Pats and Steelers. Um, so you, know. you think the special teams? It's, it's going to be yeah, the special, special teams, teams and, and the then, defense. Yeah, somebody's going to make, a, like, a big turnover, um, critical turnover. You know, and then maybe one of the defensive scores. You know, I had the Steelers defense scoring this week. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know what? I would not be surprised if by halftime the score is 3 0. I hope it's not that bad. To be honest <laughs> I think with you. that they're going to play very, very conservative. I don't think they're going to open up the offense at all unless. You know, do a hail mary pass or the? Because this, I don't think this is the kitchen sink game. What do you think? No, no, I don't think so either. I mean, it's only week two, and they we're talking about the schedules. The Steelers got a quick turnaround with a game on Thursday, so they're not going to try to, you know, get anybody hurt at all. I think they're going to be a little bit uh, conservative, and probably ro- if I was them, I would make sure I rotate as much as possible too, just so no one's getting too banged up before Thursday's game so now I asked you earlier because you ha- you guys lost Watt and they said is Harris 100% what, what's your opinion on that no I don't think he's 100% I don't think he was you know at the start of the season you know he he missed a lot of um, you know camp with his uh, foot injury and then now this was a uh, ankle injury um, now I think he's someone who can he's such a good athlete I think he can bounce back pretty quickly but he's not 100%. From what I saw when that game started last week, he looked a little bit tentative. Um, maybe wasn't trusting what his eyes saw, or maybe just wasn't trusting, you know, his his leg too much. But um, I don't think he's 100%. We'll see how Tomlin uses him because we got a pretty decent backup in Warren that can come up, come in and be effective. But I think re- regardless of how Harris or Warren plays, it's going to be the play calling. Uh, it's going to be the offensive line. Do we get a push or not? It's going to be the, um, you know, Trubisky too. Can he make plays downfield, especially? Uh, can he connect on some of those passes? Because uh, he missed quite a few uh, last week. We weren't even get the ball downfield at all. Um, so I think there's a lot more than just just Harris. I think we that that we need to worry about offensively. Well, I can already tell you that Mike Jones. He's not 100%. He's probably he got the back issue. I don't know how much is going to bother him. I can already envision that he's getting multiple shots mm-hmm. so he doesn't feel the pain. Uh, but I don't know what's, I don't know what kind of 
basically what I'm saying is I don't know what who's gonna show up what version of Mac Jones gonna mm-hmm. show up at this game is it gonna be a hurt version is it gonna be a tentative but hey Vegas giving three point difference to go wow this is gonna be like not the game that I envisioned at all at the beginning of the season I mean, it's tough to go into any opposing field I mean normally you're not the favorite to begin with right it starts off with the home team being the favorite. So for the betting line to come in the way it, it, it does, they're, they're seeing something in Pittsburgh they don't like, I guess. Um, and it's just the Patriots. You know, you know, the money's going towards the, the Patriots. That's that's what most people are thinking. But either way, I think it's going to be a good game. The weather here is great. No rain or anything. I think it's going to be like in Very the uh, clear. You know, and 80s. it's like the opening weekend for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Guys. I guess I didn't know this, but it's almost really treated like a homecoming game, right? Yeah, so there's going to be fireworks. There's uh, tons of uh, stuff that's going on now as we speak. Um, you know, tailgating parties and stuff like that. So it's going to be it's going to be cool. And we will do a part two of this uh, podcast, even if you know the Steelers win or the Patriots win. The loser has to come on here and say. Why between lives? Yeah, and you know we still got our bets going, so we got our outright who wins or loses. Um, we're gonna have to wear our, the other person's like jersey. Is that part of the bet? No, that's 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 two. That's a wager number two. Okay. Whoever's quarterback performs better, yeah, in Washington touchdowns. Mm-hmm. The other guy has to wear the the t-shirt or jersey of that quarterback. Okay. Um. Even though we didn't see any Mitch Trubisky jerseys when we went to that store. No, right? I wouldn't expect. expect. Or Pickett. Yeah. But we know why. I mean, they love Pickett down here. They do. Um, those jerseys are long sold out here. So you're not going to see too many Pickett jerseys, I don't think. Well, you probably see tons of Pickett jerseys, but it's been sold out in the stores. So. Yeah. I, he, and, you know, he's a homegrown talent, right? So yeah. I can envision people just being picket addicts mm-hmm. they just love that guy even though he's on the bench <laughs> uh how many weeks before picket comes in you know hopefully none uh i mean hopefully a whole season he's on on the bench trubisky's playing well but um the pressure's on mitch to p- perform better you know i think he had mixed results last week if he has another game like that this week and then more importantly short turnaround like i said and uh if they lose to Cleveland, you know, they – I don't know if they – I think Tomlin, he's not going to coach scared. So, you know, I don't think he'll be afraid to, to flip the switch and, and move to pick it. But, you know, I, I think the, the issue, again, with the Steelers' offense is bigger than just Mitch. It's the play calling, the line push, and all the other stuff. Um, I don't know if Pickett would do that much better than Trubisky, to be honest with you. So – Hopefully we get all those things corrected. We don't have to see him. I, I'd prefer for him just to, even though he's ready, I I would prefer for him just to sit the entire, entire year. I just want the year to go well for us to get to better than 500, get to like 10 wins, like I said, uh, get into the playoffs. And uh, we probably won't make a run. I don't think we're that good. But, you know, I'd like to have Mitch uh, have a really good season in the team for have a healthy season. Well, we were talking about this on their airplane ride here, that we could be living in a world where the New York Giants are 2-0, 
the Cleveland Browns at 2-0. And, you know, we could be talking about even the Bucks being 2-0, which, you know, I kind of predicted that they would have a good year, but now that we know that the Saints might not be as good as we thought they were, right? Well, they didn't play well the first three quarters last week, and then they turned it on at the end. Tomorrow is a game time decision, I believe. So he might not play. Um, that game's going to be a good game, you know. Um, Godwin's out for the Bucks. Uh, I think it's just going to be a it's good, that game is going to be a good game. So it can go either way. Uh, I still think the state's going to figure out a way to they they have their number for whatever reason. So you know, I think. But to your point, you know, who would have expected at this point for us to be talking about? Like the Giants being 2-0. The Browns. Uh, the Browns, you know. Everyone threw them their season away, basically, with the Deshaun Watson, what happened with him. But And we, we, could be, we could be also, you know, looking at the Cardinals going 0-2. Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't be disappointing because we both could come to go under. Yeah. In the over-unders. 10 games is a lot. But they could be in shambles as well. So it's... And, I don't know who are the 49ers playing today. I don't even know. I don't know who they're playing. But it could they could be in a world where they can go on to. Yeah. So a lot of the a lot of these games, even though it's early in the season, you don't want to go down 0-2. Yeah, that's why I'm worried for you, you know, because we you know, we got our win last week, you guys didn't. If you start off who you have next week, do you know? I don't know off the hand. I know that the Dolphins play Baltimore today. Um, I'm hoping that Baltimore beats them. Yeah. Because again, we don't want to. We don't want to live in a world where the Dolphins are turning out. Yeah. So it's you know, to me again, and Buffalo if- Bills are a different tier. So I don't, I don't see us beating them. But everyone else in the division, they, they cannot have win after win, especially. You know the Dolphins mm-hmm. with Tua. Yeah. No way. The rest of the teams pretty decent. You know they really they're pretty good. So I think they're there. You know to to stay they're going to be good. Now how good I don't know um, with their quarterback, but they're not going anywhere. Is my point. So you're going to have to win games to kind of keep up um, with them. So to get in a hole, zero and two for the uh, for the Pats. Wouldn't be a start that they, you know. No, they but I also, I, I also wouldn't be pushing the rabbi. No, the no, rabbi. it's still, it's still, still, still early. very early. Yep. You know, like, as I mentioned last week, they went one and three last year, and they still won ten games. Uh, I just don't, you know, I just don't want everyone else to get ahead mm-hmm. in that division. Yeah. Not worry about the Jets, uh, the Dolphins. Yes. Yeah. They have, they have a pretty good team. They have a decent roster. Uh, we just don't like the quarterback. Yeah. So what do you, what else are you expecting, though, from this game today? Uh, I expect, well, you know, this is the thing is that when you go to a game, it does move very slow. It does. Because they have a lot of TV timeout and all that stuff. So given that, and I also expect $12 beers, maybe even yeah. $16 beers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I expect this game to uh, be very hot. I do expect a lot of Patriots fans to travel. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we're sitting in the visitor side, so don't get into any fight. You know, there'll still be tons of Steelers fan there. Oh, of course. But, uh, no, I just expect, like, a back-and-forth defensive battle where, you know, the punter, the punters are going to get a lot of work because mm-hmm. it feels like we're always punting. So it's going to be, like, whatever has better field advantage, I think. Yeah. But, again, it's going to be a very, very low-scoring game. Yeah, I, I would expect, like, some sort of trick play this week, too, just to get something going from either team. Um, you know, special teams is going to be key. Uh, I don't, I know Gunner probably wants to return one on his former team. It's, I don't know if I see that happening. Um, I would say a, uh, a trick play from here and there, but with not Patricia, I don't think he's that creative. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, he? Would, that would actually take a lot of uh, creativity, mm-hmm. which, to be uh, quite honest, he lacks. Yeah. So I just feel like they're going to stick to the bread and butter, running the ball, short passes, because that's the future way. Yeah. Yeah. Boring, but it works. It works, exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, any anything else you think? No, I mean... How are you feeling confidence-wise? I think we're both feeling the same way. We have no clue. We have no clue, yeah. (laughs) We basically, we want our teams teams to win, but there's a path that we don't know what the path is. So, a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of confidence in winning. In terms of confidence, it's a 10. In terms of reality, it's probably like a 2. In terms of confidence, to me, I'm like a 7. Um... Reality, who knows? I think it can go either way. Yeah, again, again, it's going to be a defensive battle, and whoever team makes the least amount of errors, aka turnovers and all that stuff, will probably come up on top. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go uh, have fun. Yeah, let's go have fun. Let's mm-hmm. go walk around. Let's, uh, well, for you, you're going to get clapped. For me, I'm going to get booze, and that's okay. Mm hmm. Because it is enemy territory. Uh, we're, we're here. We're going to have fun. And then uh, our friend Angel is here as well. Uh, but he decided not to come on the podcast, which is fine. It's fine. <laughs> I won't take it personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, yeah. I don't, I don't know. What else do you want to say? Let's go Steelers. That's what I want to say. Let's, let's, let's do this, man. Let's just come out strong offensively you know that's where my mind goes i think everybody here in pittsburgh's worried you know about our offense let's just get something going uh offensively and i'll be happy one either way i'll be happy as long as we're able to move the ball up and down the field i'll I'll feel you know more confident so let's just have a great game steelers steelers nation uh and that's it let's go pat please peace Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co-host, Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? This is part two of On The Road Show, where we in Pittsburgh, PA, and the Patriots just beat the Steelers. Before, before we get to the reasoning behind this defeat, I just want to say that Pittsburgh has treated me well. Mm-hmm. 
I wore my patch gear and I was not hackled, not even once. Actually, I, I, I repeat that because take that back because one of the construction worker did <laughs> he uh, was joking though i know he was joking but that is heckling <laughs> the whole point of heckling is hey you're wearing something i don't like yeah but it wasn't obnoxious you on the other hand might have been a little bit ob- obnoxious at the game listen first of all let me just tell the listeners that ron owes me not only breakfast tomorrow morning but he wanted to back his quarterback Mitch so much that now he's gonna have to wear uh Matt Jones t-shirt because I'm not not minor jersey but a t-shirt on the show it's all you'll good. see it eventually when I post it. But Ron talk to talk to the listeners what did you see about this game that you didn't like? Um there was a whole lot of nothing on offense and you know, I'm, I'm realizing it more and more. It had nothing less to do with Big Ben last year, more to do with Matt Canada. Um, you know, Mitch, he, he didn't play too bad. He had an interception that, you know, it was a great defensive play uh, that caused it. Um, but he didn't do anything. He averaged five yards per throw, uh, completed 21 passes, 21 to 33, 168 yards and a touchdown uh, and that one interception. This Matt Canada's offense has just been um, atrocious. I don't know what else to say. Um, you're dumping it off to Najee quite a bit. You're throwing, you know, short completions quite a bit. You're not using the middle of the field at all. Um, you're not. You and the, the few deep attempts you do make, Mitch, Mitch has missed those too. So if we're not hitting those big plays downfield. And, uh, you know, if we were relying just to get, like, you know, five, six yards at a time in our passing game, you're not going to score more than, you know, 14 points on offense. Yeah, because, I mean, your receivers were open. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, three, five yards. They got separation, but the ball wasn't there. Yeah. And your offensive line, when we talked about this when we did the team reviews, it's not very good. They held up, though. They... I don't know. Did they allow a sack? I'm not sure if they allowed a sack today. They didn't um, open up a lot of holes. Um, they allowed three sacks. What do you mean? Did they? I don't. Didn't you see him body slam Mitch Trubisky? Not once but twice. No, there were three no. sacks. I didn't. Well, maybe I was like, "What the heck's going on?" <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, the all line isn't. I think they're okay. I didn't think they played atrocious or anything. Just and I'm, you know, we're in the stands watching the game. Um, so we don't have the luxury of like replays and stuff like that. Um, I just think the offense, you know, and, and actually I'm looking at some of the stuff on Twitter because they asked Mitch about what needs to happen to get the ball down the middle of the field. And he said, call concepts to get receivers there. This is the second time, by the way, um, that he's calling out, you know, passively calling out the Matt Canada and his offense. So... Um, you know, he said early in the week when he was asked, what do we need to do? We need to be more aggressive on offense that he's talking about play selection. And now I'm looking at some, uh, it's just some, uh, statistics from Steelers Depot. They have like a chart where he's throwing the balls through two games. It looks like no completions at all, 
uh, anywhere in the middle of the field, like past like ten or fifteen yards. Well, he had he had a couple. But it was the running back right in the middle of the field. So well, was, they were short, but I'm talking about like middle of the field, like down the field. Yeah, he dumped it off a lot to to Harris, uh, and he kind of gave up, I think, on like some of the routes um, that were down the field. He, he chose to win underneath a little bit. And that touchdown was in the middle. Yeah. The tight end. Well, yeah, yeah that, that was, was the lone um, highlight. Highlight, you know, for the Steelers. I just think this offense, um, we're not, we don't, you know, we don't have any plays to, it, what's the point of having all these star web receivers and we can't de- design pay- plays to get the ball in, uh, let's see, how many catches that the Pickens have this game? They hardly call this. I don't name. think he had any catches because the one, the one, one catch. catch yeah, he, he had one catch, and I think it was underthrown, or he just wasn't there. One catch for twenty-three. So there was there was a couple couple times uh, I noticed that he missed him, um, and I don't know if this was Mitch's fault or Pickens' fault, but Mitch was scrolling out to the left a little bit, and he threw. A, it should have been a back shoulder, but he threw the ball out of bounds. Just flat out missed it, and you know. Yeah, Pickens three targets, one catch. Yeah, you got it. You drafted Pickens to get more than three targets per game, but he can't call. He doesn't know how to dial up plays uh, to, you know, to get him the ball. You know, it just doesn't make sense. Um, so I, you know, I think the season, you know, are we going to see Kenny? I, I, I think it depends on wins and losses. I don't think Mitch is doing anything necessarily bad to lose the job. It all is going to come down to what games we're winning and what games we're losing, or an injury. Um, because Mitch is only, he's doing what he's asked to do, right? You know, all the passes you're, you're dialing up are short, quick, quick routes. Um, so, yeah, but you know what I also saw? I also saw, and you, well, you saw it too, uh, Matt Jones had all day. Oh, yeah. Play. There oh, was yeah. no passes. Yeah, so yeah. You, I don't want to, yeah. Did, you did miss Rock. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk about the defense because they weren't clean either. Uh, no pressures from what we can see. Um, he had a lot of time. Um, the touchdown you guys scored, that was after we dropped an interception that like hit us in the chest. Zero sacks for the Steelers. Yeah, no sacks. So no press, and it was like no pressure. We dropped an interception, uh, and that it, you know led to an actual touchdown. The touchdown, you know, pass was a good pass, and in uh, I think it was Sutton, no, it was um, our other core, Witherspoon, who got mossed basically. Good throw by Mac Jones, great play by Aguiar. I- I'm fine with that, you know. You don't want to give that up, like you know, right before the half, you know. But Mac made a play, Aguiar made a play, and we didn't. What bothers me is not getting any pressure or sacks uh, at all, and then in. in Include, and Matt got away a, f- a few times and made some y- your runs. And then, drop, you know, not having any, like, critical turnovers besides the one interception we got where Matt kind of threw it up to, uh, you know, in the middle of the field. Yeah, there were a lot of those. There were also, you know, a lot of penalties by both teams, not just the Steelers, but, you know, there was just a lot of penalties. Usually, it's it's penalty free mm-hmm. from both teams, especially the Pats. But then again, I don't think the Pats offensive line is gelling too. So it's just well, so they, early. They, well, I mean, you didn't give up a sack. 
that's obviously and I know TJ Watt's not there, but you know, I I would have thought you know with Hayward and you know our Reed and what's his name, you know we'd be able to get like one sack. That was definitely disappointing. But at the end of the day, you I know, mean we had 124 yards rushing. Yeah, but how many of that was from the running back? 71 from Harris, field 47 from Stevenson. Yeah, so we gave up some runs that we didn't need to. I didn't, I didn't think Hayward played that well. Um, from what we can see way up in the stance, um, it looked like, you know, they, they were more physical than we were. Uh, I don't know where Bush was. He made like four tackles the whole, whole game. So no surprise there with, with Bush. He kind of reverted back to, you know, him being Bush. So, um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, here it is. I, I'm disappointed that we lost. I'm more concerned about the offense. Um, I'm happy, though, that, let's see, uh, Cleveland, Browns, lost. Cleveland lost. Cincinnati right now is down 14-3. Baltimore lost. Uh, Baltimore lost at the end. So we still could be in first place. But, you know, it doesn't really matter. Do we want to finish first place in this division with, you know, nine wins again or eight wins? Um, we we got to do better. And, you know, if our defense, you know, is up there again at the end of the season, you know, in, in terms of like points allowed and turnovers and sacks and all that stuff, and we only get to like nine wins, then something has to happen. I just don't think it's just, you know, Kenny Pickett, you know, coming in. People in the stands were cheering, shouting, shouting for we Kenny want Kenny. Yeah. We want Kenny. We want You know, it's. I think you mentioned this earlier. You were like, you know, this defense is going to have some issues because you got Flores and you got Thomason calling. But it's weird because this game, the mistakes were made from both sides, the offense and defense. And a special team. And we said, yeah, yeah, right, that, when we called it earlier, we said special teams need to do something. Yeah, yeah. I expected something to happen in special teams, and it did. Unfortunately, you know, Gunner freaking fumbled the, the damn ball. Um, so that was a huge. We just, you know, we, we can't have those type of mistakes um, and expect to be a good team. Um, we got a, a lot to clean up. Special teams. Um even on defense, like I said, we got to get some pressure. There's no excuse for not getting a sack. Um, and then we can't be dropping interceptions. I think we had like two interceptions that were dropped. I remember the one for sure. I thought there was another one where our player Flash got his hands uh, on it, but just pull it in. But Yeah, this, this was, first of all, it was a great victory by the Patriots because people were saying that, well, let me just say this. Neither team got to 20 points, which we, we, I thought, yeah, we thought that we thought that because they're just not a high-powered offense. Mm-hmm. But they also, the Patriots didn't look incompetent. They were moving the ball. I feel like most of the mistakes were not bad play calling. They were just execution. Yeah, yeah. it was executing for real. So, uh, and I and think Mac, that, you know, let me say, I thought he made some really good throws, especially beginning of the game. Well, that throw that was inside by Minka was not good. No, that throw was terrible. But I thought there were some, you know, pretty decent passes, uh, you know, downfield. That, I mean, that's. I mean, you look at his numbers. His numbers aren't, you know, that great either. Uh, Twenty-one to thirty-five. You know, seventy-nine point seven rating. But the, in one touchdown, one interception. The difference between these two: seven point two yards 
per pass versus, I think it was 5.1 or something like that. Yeah, 5.1. That's the difference. Pats got the ball down the field, right? Even when we got it like on, you know, let's say it was like third and five, they weren't getting like six yards. They were getting like nine and ten, you know. And on the other hand, you know, for us, third third and five, we're, we're converting at all. It was It was basically just five yards. So that's that's the difference, and I think it's it's the uh, offensive play calling. You know, I talked about at the beginning. You know, we need to speed things up uh, a little bit. That didn't happen. Uh, to, you know, as much as it should. Um, well, they did in the second half because I, I didn't see as many, you know, men in motion and all that stuff. You guys played a lot of hurry up offense mm-hmm. towards the end of the first half, start of the second half, and then. You know, you just couldn't get the first down. When you needed a first down, it was three and out. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a couple first downs. We just couldn't get. And, we, you know, he drove the drove us down, but it was just like too many third downs you have to convert. Um, you know, we the times we drove down the field, we couldn't just get past, you know, like the, the 30 and you had to settle for field goals. He just he just couldn't. I'm, I'm going back to me. He couldn't, he couldn't finish it. Um, but, again, I think it's more about the play calling. You know, if if, if we, we got the Browns on a short week, um, let's see what happens there. And I don't know who we got after that. But I'm thinking, like, two more games with Mitch Trubisky. If he can't get to 200 yards, regardless of how he plays, he can have, like, a 100% QB rating. He can't get to 200 yards and we lose, they're pulling him. And, you know, they'll put pick it in there because... Yeah, but if you say it's not, it's not Mitch's fault, it's a play call. Even if you put Kenny in, is it going to be the same result? It could be, and that's what I'm worried about. The only difference maybe are those. Remember the Harris throw when he was out of the backfield and Harris was open, and then you know he was hoping he got like a flag on the play. That throw was under under thrown, right? Maybe Pickett comes in and leads him, and that's like a bigger gain. Um, the back shoulder throw to Pickens. Maybe uh, Pickett makes a better throw, you know, and Pickens able to make a play on that one. Uh, those five or six throws that Mitch doesn't give his players a chance to make a big play uh, or hasn't yet between these first two games, um, those misses, even though they're few, Maybe you know Pickett could come there, come in and hit you know hit some of those. But again, if that's what you're relying on, then it's going to be a long, long season uh, offensively. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I have, I don't have these statistics in front of me, but it didn't, it didn't seem that the Steelers wanted to go deep on any play. It seemed like there was a lot of crossing route. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just said so you're missing. You got Chase Claypool. You got Deion. Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. you got studs. Why not go deep? It's it's definitely something why they they don't do that. And and I think that you know for me, the offense will only work. That type of offense only works if you're playing fast. If you're not playing fast, if you're going in the huddle to look at you know to wait for the play call to come in and all that, you know the the, the defense is ready. You know as you shift, they're able to shift. You know they're able to see where you line up. But if you play faster. Uh, if you get up on the line of scrimmage and just you know have the play ready and play faster, defense is gonna you know be more chance of being out of position. Um, 
And we haven't been able to do that. We can't catch them out of position because we're playing too slow. And then when you're only throwing five yards at a clip uh, and then running the ball, what do we get, like three yards per clip? Uh, yeah, 3.3. That, you know, I, I don't know what, what to tell you. I don't know what what other, you know, what else to say, uh, what else we can expect. Well, yeah. it, is early, it is early in the season. It's only week two. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there's, time, there's room for improvement, what I'm trying to say. Uh, and you're, you're, you're in a good position when it comes to the division. So I, it's, you know, it's like that guy said when we're walking. Like, it's only one game. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's definitely room for improvement. But I think... If you want to say blame it on your offensive coordinator, then you know what? I don't know why he has a job. Yeah, and trust me, people have called for his head. You know, even last year, and, you know, we blamed a lot on Ben. I, I can tell you I did because he's just not mobile. Uh, blamed a lot on the offensive line. They didn't play well. They gave a lot of sacks. Uh, at the end of the day, it wasn't until Ben said, fuck, you know, fuck it. You know, fuck Matt Cannon and his play calling and decide to say, oh, I'm throwing the ball downfield. That we actually start to, to score points, so which I think Ben has said on his podcast, yeah, that he did. He just went the opposite way on that panel. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, you know what? Matt Patricia did all right. He did all right. Yeah, I mean, there's hey, you're one and one. Um, I know the uh, the, the Jets came back and won. Miami won. Um. But there's on the other side. Just talking about the Patriots, there's a lot to look forward to. Your defense played, I thought, pretty well. Yeah, they played pretty well. Uh, you know, offensive were, line played really well to me. Um, if you're I running mean, they the ball, didn't give a sack, and he ran well. So those are things I think on the other side for the, the Patriots that they did really good. They just played looked like a disciplined team, uh, which they usually do. So um, you know, that's that's great for the uh, for the Patriots. Now. Uh, we're probably not going to talk about our teams. We'll do our regular podcast. But, you know, looking at the scores from today, next week, I know I'm jumping ahead, that Buffalo Dolphins game is going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. I, let me apologize for criticizing Tua. Like, no, no, no. Don't take it six back. It's, freaking it's only touchdowns. one game. It's only one game. Yeah. Don't take it back. Jesus. You know, no defense apparently in that game. Now, it's surprising that Baltimore let that happen, but you know what? I'm still, I'm still, I'm not on the tour train yet. He needs to like win a playoff game, so it's Mac Jones. But you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna tell you about it yet. Not yet. It's only one game. So real quick on Twitter, I'm just reading this one uh, response: Steelers score touchdown in no huddle. The less Matt Canada is involved, the better they look. True last year with Ben. Same is true now. That's exactly what I said. Uh, we're no huddle, you know, we're able to move the ball. When we just come out like conservative, let's not make a mistake, which is mostly what, you know, he does, and we look like shit. So that's, that's what happened, but. Well, that's the thing is like, I know the game, you have to take risk and reward, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that because the Steelers don't take many risks, there's no reward. Same thing is that you know when we when it was three zero, the Steelers acted like we got this. They were not in a rush to score, and yeah. I feel like listen, the whole point of the game is you gotta score more points than the other team to win. Mm-hmm. Yep. But hey, all in all, um, 
The good things, I got to see Pittsburgh Stadium. Yes, we came to the beautiful city. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fans were great. The food was okay. The lines were ridiculously long for at the concessions. Um, but you know, for our for my first game, yeah, I would have loved to to win. You know, win. Um, but you know, it was it was great to be in the stadium waving the uh, terrible towel in front of tons of uh, Steelers fans. That was awesome. Yeah, I had a great time. It's even a better time because we won. Uh, if you want to see pictures, I'm going to post them on our Instagram page, the same podcast. Uh, so with that said, I guess we'll talk again on Tuesday. What do you say, Ron? Peace. We'll talk Tuesday. I say steak and eggs, please. guys thanks again for listening and supporting us you can find us at the sim podcast on instagram and twitter or you can email us at shutympodcast at gmail.com Stats kid, quarterback stacking, 100 yard dashing, so tap in for the action, what teams got traction?